Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Straight in the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control and the dunk. Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Yeah, and I'm actually here uh, along with Chuck and Yancey. Thank goodness. How are yeah. we? Great, On great. this uh, January 8, 2024. I know. Thank to goodness the... we were off for a couple weeks because we <laughs> – Yancey and I butchered up hosting, <laughs> trust me. It's uh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm back. Yeah, lots We're glad you are, too. Uh, because it. I've got to pay Peppa Pig, Lego Land, and Mickey Mouse. Mickey we Mouse. Got, we, got, we got to get back and get to work. You Man, know what I mean? I'm glad those days are over. <laughs> uh, we already have several on that text message line at 662-426-1093, and we thank you as we get ready for this Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We'll tell you about First South Farm Credit. 100 years of experience supporting the communities in agriculture. They guide you through that financial journey. First South Farm Credit, bringing that to you. And today on the program, Harry Harrison will join us in the next segment. We'll talk with him. And then we've got Gordon Ford around 6.30 for a few minutes. And then scheduled Wes Flanagan, assistant basketball coach, to be on with us as well, plus other news, notes, and anything we can find. On this day, it's been uh, been a roller coaster, but it's been a fun end of 2023 and a good beginning all around. I think for 2024. Yeah, absolutely. I think everything's looking up in Rebel Land. I'm I'm happy as I can be. Uh, absolutely good signing day and transfer portal stuff. Finishing up with a Peach Bowl win, 11 wins, first time in history. Basketball team started 13 and 0. Had a little rough spot in Knoxville, but. They're still a competitive team, so I think everything's going well. Yeah, I agree. I know, you know, maybe a little bump in the road there with uh, Keith Judkins there, and a lot of fans have been chattering about that. But, hey, that's that's life of the new era, and uh, there's no doubt in my mind they're going to go ahead and snag another really good running back, as Chuck reported earlier today. You know, it might be a patience, might not even happen in this portal window it might come in the spring like they did with Bentley last year or the year before excuse well, me. Well that was important for them to re sign Bentley today. Yeah. Yeah. But they but they they gotta get at least one if not sure. two more. Oh sure, sure. You know, most teams are carrying five to six scholarship running backs. Ole Miss has two. Sure, but it was important to get Bentley for sure. Oh, huge. Huge, no doubt. Got a lot of questions in that text message realm about explaining the NIL, the the ad drop date the all kinds of things that are going on in that that we'll get to uh, in that segment coming up uh, with uh, the text messages. You know, before we get to your, your five thoughts quickly, um, you know, the the radio booth was a, a little tight at the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, so we went on out, uh, Brett Northworthy and myself, and set out. But we were near the Penn State media people when we sat down, listening to them talk about the Ole Miss team, listening to them talk about 
um, how they thought they were outcoached yet again in a, a big game against a team like Michigan who's playing for a national title tonight and Ohio State, and it was happening all over again on a big setting. They have no belief in that I, I, program and coach where it is now. And to see and sit and think, Ole Miss is making history, winning 11 games, beating a team like Penn State, and being thought of as one of the elite college football players. They were absolutely outcoached yep, that night. They were. They no were. Doubt. They were. You, you could tell when everybody's, Both sides. everybody's all in uh, from lane on down. Uh, the game planning, the schematics was unbelievable. But, look, when Ole Miss is playing on top of their game, which they were not at the end of the season when you had the O-line injuries, you see the difference. They did not play that way those last three or four games, and it was nice to see them get back to that level. Give us those five things, Yancey, brought to us by Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham runs nine of them in Mississippi and Tennessee. Yeah, first thought. So much has transpired since we were last on air. The Rebels won their school record 11th game and have built the top uh, transfer portal class in the country. What is building for next season has not been seen since the vault days. They're calling it the last dance. Thought number two, speaking of the portal, getting North Carolina offensive tackle Diego Pounds was enormous. That gives you three legitimate, experienced offensive tackles in Jalen Williams, Michael Pettis, and Diego Pounds. I would also like to see Ole Miss add one more big-time experienced lineman in this class to go along with Pounds and Jermaine Scott out of USM. Thought number three, one more note of the portal. Ole Miss is now – committed five of the top 30 players in the transfer portal. They signed one last year in Trey Harris, and we all know what kind of impact Harris made this past season. Thought number four, on the hoops, yes, Ole Miss got its rear kicked in against Tennessee Saturday, but winning the first 13 games has given them some wiggle room to get things figured out. One thing we do know, they will not face a tougher matchup than what they face in their season opener. And the last thought, now to the real issue for hoops, rebounding. The biggest issue facing Ole Miss is their, is their bigs, lack of productivity on offense and rebounding. That has to change. If it doesn't, Ole Miss will have to go fast and get easier buckets than setting up in half-court sets each possession. All right, Harry Harrison will be with us next from the Ole Miss Radio Network. We'll talk a little bit more football with him. It's the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, are the ones to trust when it comes to orthopedic needs, such as sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, along with a physical therapy department. To make an appointment, call 901-759-3111 or schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. They also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 2608 South Lamar Boulevard. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. We are off and running with another version of the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Uh, Gary, Chuck, Yancey, and Harry Harrison of the Ole Miss Radio Network. What's Happy up, New Year, Kelly? buddy? It's all good. It's January the eighth, and uh, the championships tonight. And the Rebels had a great ending to twenty twenty three. How hey. was that Peach Bowl experience, my man? Oh my goodness, a lot of energy. We were at the Omni with the team, of course, and got there on Thursday. And uh, I, we, my wife and I, Regina, went to several restaurants and you know places to have a, a, an adult beverage. And a lot of Penn State fans there on Thursday. And I thought, man, the Rebels need to show up. But with Friday, they all came from they came from all directions, Chuck, and it was a packed house. It's a great crowd there at the Peach Bowl. And the Rebels played well. They played extremely well. Took took uh, Penn State out to the woodshed. And uh, as my old friend George Smith says, I'm going to start a business up in the Big Ten about uh, throwing the football down the field. You know, <laughs> they don't seem to understand the forward pass really well. But uh, <laughs> the, the Rebels certainly can. Harry, we talked about this uh, on the broadcast. You played in the Peach Bowl, and you've now broadcasted the other two times that Ole Miss has been there. You've been there every time that Ole Miss has participated in the game. And you saw the history that happened. Can you take a moment and discuss that in its entirety, if you don't mind? Well, that won't take long, of course. We've been there three <laughs> times. But uh, 1971, uh, we spent a week in, in Atlanta. And uh, 
uh, had a great visit, and uh, we play in Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech, you know, they were from the city there. They kind of snubbed their nose at these these country boys from Mississippi, and uh, we took uh, we kind of took offense to that, Gary. So that night we played in Fulton County Stadium, the old Braves, probably two stadiums ago for the Braves, and it had rained about like today. It had rained about three hours prior to kickoff, and just flooded. I mean, like three inch rain. And we get to the stadium, and they had it looked green, but they had just spray painted the dirt. By the time we go through pregame and Tech had gone through pregame. It was pretty, it was pretty messy. And the opening kickoff, uh, our kicker spent a lot of time in Underground Atlanta that week, and he just, by God, missed the, <laughs> he missed the, <laughs> the opening kickoff. It went about ten or eleven yards, and I jumped on it and almost drowned. It, it was so much water under there, and uh, I found out later that the the announcers for the for the game, but I have no idea who that was. TV wise, it's uh, what a brilliant brilliant call for a brand new football coach well he wasn't that brilliant the guy just missed the football but we spanked we spanked georgia tech pretty bad that night and then we go back in 2014 and uh he mm. freezes uh i guess second or third year second year and uh third year 12 13 14 and uh you know we had a good team but we're injured and uh just weren't playing well, and TCU took us to the woodshed that day. If I'd heard that horn once, I've heard it a thousand times in that stadium. Mm-hmm. And we fast forward to 2023, and, uh, you know, I thought the matchup between the number uh, 10 and 11 team in the country would be closer, but uh, our tempo, we saw we got a chance to visit with Tom Allen. He, he had hired as the new defensive coordinator down on the field prior to kickoff, and he said, you know, we're kind of worried about that tempo. I said, you better be. I said, we've been off for six weeks. When we get that tempo going, you guys going to have a hard time, and that's exactly what happened, especially in the second, in the third, fourth quarter. Well, Harry, the last time you were on, we talked about how Tennessee liked to play press coverage, which we knew was going to work an Ole Miss advantage there with Ole Miss's receivers. And then on the other side of the ball, they like to dink and dunk and not really spread you out. And Ole Miss's weakness this season was really kind of playing in space on the back end. So the, it was really bad matchup problems for Penn State, kind of like we saw with the Ole Miss against Tennessee in hoops, right? So yeah, well, uh, it, it just yeah. it lined up it lined up for Ole Miss in that game. Well, it did. I, and one of my keys, Yancey, was who's going to win the, the battle on the outside and Ole Miss Rebel offensive uh, wide receivers. And, of course, uh, they had a, two or three opt-outs, and one of their opt-outs, in fact, two opt-outs were both their cornerbacks, and we really uh, uh, played, to the, played that, that to our advantage. Of course, Trey Harris had a career day going against their backup cornerback, and uh, obviously he's a, a magician at catching the football anyway, but uh, he just could not, they could not stay with our receivers. And then, But I'll tell you what they did do. That front seven got after the quarterback, and uh, you, can't, you can't tip your hat enough to Jackson Dart. What a tough kid to hang in there against that, that pass rush in that front seven because he got hit a lot after he released that football and just put it on the money. I mean, I, I think that was his finest game for sure as an Ole Miss Rebel. I agree, and and don't forget what Caden Priscorn did as well. Ten yeah. catches. Well, no, no doubt about that. And you know, it. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of him being the MVP of the offensive side. It was, it was, I was kind of a little bit surprised they didn't give it to Jackson Dart, but uh, Priscorn had a terrific day. Had about three or four one-handed grabs mm. and uh, two touchdowns and uh, 100 what 36 yard catching on on ten yeah. passes. So he had a heck of a day, no doubt about it. And defensively, we we got after him. You know, we we could man up on the outside. They, their their receivers were just not that impressive. They didn't throw the ball. They were they were a run first and a tight end. Throw it to the tight end second, and uh, you know as we manned up on that, we we handled that that part of it pretty well too. I thought defensively, and of course as we fast forward into twenty twenty four, Pete Gold is, is stacking them up on that side. We're going to be a lot better defensively. 
You know, Harry, back at uh, uh, Peach Bowl, Penn State had over 500 yards of offense, but I thought most of their yardage was just like was harmless or, or quiet yards. Well, a big part of that, Chuck, was the last drive when we played yeah. a darn prevent last defense. Uh, you know, we, our, our safeties were backed up 30 yards, and, and you know, mm-hmm. they just threw it underneath and went right on down the field. So they probably picked up 75 of those yards on that particular drive. But, yeah, they had over 500. But you, you're right. You, you, you almost seemed inconsequential. You, did, you didn't really see that they didn't feel like they were ever in the game after the, after the second half got kicked off. And also remember, I believe seventy-two of those yards came off of the deflection. The Ole Miss going to make the interception, right. and the fullback runs at seventy-two down to the five or four-yard line. But I thought it was a great adjustment. The first two drives, Ole Miss, you know, was holding uh, Dart was holding on the ball, doing two, three-step back drops, and they really got after him. And then it was just quick hitters, right? Even the ball That's was down right. the field; it was catch it and throw it. And then Penn State could do nothing with that because they couldn't put that pressure on Dart. Then they had to adjust and, and stop playing that press coverage, and then they started running the ball there in the second half on Penn State. So it was just a bad, bad matchup for Penn State. But, uh, got, Harry, what, you know, knowing what they've gotten in the portal this year, uh, you know, three unbelievable defensive linemen, um, a lot of, a lot of really, really good, uh, defensive backs and big time linebacker really loading up on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, that was kind of the areas that still need to be addressed. What what do you see going forward for, for next season? Well, Yancey, if they're as good as they are advertised on paper, then we're going to be very, very good on defense. Uh, you know, you got to figure Walter Nolan certainly going to help the J.J. Pegues and, and Jared Ivey and Xavier Harris on the inside. And uh, he's got to be a big, big plus there. And, of course, with yeah. the linebacker, I think we'll have a, a linebacker room that'll be pretty darn good. There'll probably be five or six guys that can play in the linebacker room. And of course, this Poop Paul guy, uh, who's coming in from Arkansas, was really their best player this year on defense, and uh, really, really, you know, tough, tough guy. But uh, we'll get some Terry Perkins back in on that weak side linebacker position. He came in as a freshman in a short period of time, and it, it was just too much to ask him to do that. Pete Golden told me that, you know, they had him outside rushing the passer. He's not a pass rusher. That's not what he does. But that's where we needed to play him for this year. But he'll be back in there. So that room will be really strong. And I, the safeties that we've got committed to come in here look really good on paper. As I say, they're all 6'2 or 6'3. And I, I'm, I'm like that so much better than those 5'10 and 5'9 guys who've had stuck yeah. back there for a couple of years. Yeah. So, I, you know, all in all, I think we're going to have a lot of depth in that, the, the front the starting 11 on defense should be really good. We get pressure on the quarterback out of these, these two rush guys, one out of Florida, one out of Tennessee. Uh, we could be pretty darn good. As I saw Peter Church yesterday, he said, man, we all we got to do is find out we got to win those other two that's coming 2024. 20, and uh, that's where we'll be. I mean, Dudley, Dudley looked really good from Clemson. Those long yes, arms. Yes, I mean, I, I think he's going to add a lot there at the linebacker. Then you add Juice Wells. They just got the number one offensive line prospect in the portal today. And Diego Pounds, uh, you know, like I said, I don't think we have the expectations that we're going to have for next season since the vault days. I just I can't wait. Well, you, what's that say? You better, you better get your season tickets. Get that order in early is all I can That's tell it. you. It'll be, it'll be sold out for sure, my man, without a doubt. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting time. Spring training will be fun. That'll be here before we know it. But uh, it, uh, a lot of those guys will, 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 will be in. I, I would think all those portal guys will be in, yep. you know, January. That's right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. We'll talk Thank to you, you during spring all drills, right, my man. 
Enjoy it. Thank you, Harry, as always. This portion of the show brought to you by Gateway Tire. Since 1929, there's 54 locations in six different states going the distance for you. Imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings. Paxton Farise and the Farise Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Farise Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Farise Group, farisegroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Farise Group, your partner in retirement. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hottie toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. The go, we've got Gordon Ford coming up after the break for a little bit, and assistant basketball coach Wes Flanagan. But now, text messages brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw, CCMOxford.com. And there are several. It starts with uh, Lane Kiffin always takes the ball to start the game with the defense expected to be much better. Do we think he changes and starts to I defer? Don't. I don't either. Hey, I think he likes to get the ball and score first. Yeah. It, it's it's all about get the ball, score first. Absolutely. I mean, get the momentum going in the game. Um, set the tempo. Set the the uh, momentum. I mean, I no, he's not going to change. There were two philosophy. times this year that the other team went on offense first. Hugh Freeze took the ball and Mississippi State took the ball. Right? Yeah. right. That was it. That's right. That's they, because they won they, the toss. They won the toss and took the ball. Took it. Yeah. 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 I'm a traditionalist. I like kicking off, but I get the I get the theory of of setting the momentum. And look, you look at it a lot. Ole Miss, I, I I'd have to go game by game, but 
most of the times they hold that first possession defensively. So you're still in that that's possession. It. You're battle. trying to quick get a quick two for one yep. early in the game and yep. then hope it balances out right before the half. But they do a good job stopping to do offense so. when they kick let's, it off. Let's don't forget the number one reason. The number one reason he does that is because he's an offensive that's coach. Right. <laughs> get him out there and go. Yeah. And, and and score quick. All right, the next one is, what is the drop ad date for Ole Miss? I, I think uh, Jake Thompson with Ole Miss Spirit posted something on the message board um, on the Ole Miss Spirit the other day that it's February the 4th. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it goes on because I'm ready to lock down some of these transfer portal additions. And, yeah. and we were talking about well, that. You, you worked up before we got in That's here. an issue that the people that allow this transfer portal or make the rules or whatever – they never considered that because you have to recruit them right up to the drop ad date. I mean, it's not well, just about to, to the day that they go to the first class. No, 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 no. It's the day they can drop. They can get out. They can get out. They can still get out. I thought once you attended no. the first class, then that no. was it. No, no. So they signed scholarship papers for, within the conference, like we've seen Tennessee. Right. They can't go to another I mean, conference school. Yes, they can't go to another conference school. That's no, right. That's but, right. Uh, yeah, but I mean, just like any student, when that last day is to drop a class, these athletes can leave. That's why. That's why these commitments—they're just like high school commitments. They don't mean a thing until the until the the date. Yeah, yeah. You know, with high school, at least you can sign them in December and, and lock them down. You know, they're locked down. But these transfer guys, you can't lock them down. Another text message wants you, Chuck, to explain the NIL. How is the money paid? What are the obligations of the transfer and the school? Uh, they're paid monthly. There's no obligation by the school at all. The Grove Collective plays, pays them monthly, takes out the taxes, and uh, puts up an automatic bank draft, and they get their money the first of the month. For Unless they are academically Ill, ineligible, kicked off the team, or they quit the team, and then their check stops. Gotcha. And it's for a year. They go from January to the end of December. And then, like a professional athlete, can renegotiate. Right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's what they're doing right now with, with guys like Ulysses Bentley. They just renegotiated with him and got him to sign. Uh, they're now working on John Saunders Jr., the safety that played started most of the games this year. They're working with him right now. He's an important one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's key. He's key. Yeah. Particularly when we found out today that Tamarian McDonald, the kid from Tennessee that committed to us, the safety, is is now uh, flirting with Louisville yeah. pretty heavily. Yeah, it makes Saunders even more important. What's the connection there with Louisville? Louisville just started throwing around a bunch of money here lately. It's just just what like I his heard. money. Yeah, there's not a former coach or anything. That's like not that what over I there. heard. That's not what I heard. They just started throwing around money. And I, I guess that's one way to do it. Man, going to play ACC for Louisville, though, versus a team contending for a national title, I don't know. Oh, I don't either, but we'll see. And uh, the last one is uh, y'all going to talk about why Judkins left. I think uh, I think it just all of it came to a head. Dissension on the team, locker room problems. Um, and I think it was kind of mutual be honest with you, from what I understand, they had agreed on money prior to the to Peach the game, Bowl. Yes. Um, at least that's what Walker Jones with Grove Collective told me. Uh, but they had an incident during the game, uh, allegedly, what I've been told. 
uh, where Jackson Dart felt like he needed to go over and ask Lane Kiffin to take Quinshawn out of the game. And apparently that was the straw that broke the camel's back because there had been some other incidents in the locker room throughout the year, and uh, it was time to part ways. I hate it. Me too. Really good player. No doubt. You know, you start – I hate to say say it this way, but you start giving an 18-, 19-year-old $70,000 a month (laughs) – I mean, what are you going to get? You don't I mean, know. Well, I, exactly. You, you don't, don't know. know. And 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 I, when he came here, he was a humble kid. Uh, that kind of money can make you lose your hum- humility sometimes. And I'm not blaming it all on him. I, you know, he did a lot. He did a lot of good for Ole Miss. Yeah, sure yes, did. he did. Gained 2,800 yards, 2,700 yards in 20, two years. Things that only Herschel Walker had done as a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did yeah, some yeah. things. No uh, quick uh, injuries, if anything, Oxford Orthopedic Sports Medicine, OxfordOrtho.com. We got anything injury-wise? Uh, nothing in basketball that I'm aware uh, Cal, of. Uh, Robert, the the sophomore redshirt freshman, um, he had mentioned Beard that they were taking it slow with him. He had not been playing the last couple games. So that's the only injury I'm aware of in basketball. I think that's about it as far as the text messages are concerned, too, at 662-426-1093. You can always get those into us throughout the show, and we'll try and jump on that as well. Good stuff. It sounds like uh, the Rebel Nation kind of missed having things for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, everybody's missed it. I mean, these are exciting times. Uh, You know, it's unprecedented. Absolutely. And the last dance is what they're calling. I I like that, but I don't like it because it sounds like it's the last swan, like we're all getting together one last time and it's over. (laughs) It might be over for this group, but it's going to continue on the year after. But, I mean, look, let's be honest. I mean, there's never been this kind of personnel roster built at Ole Miss for one season. and. Not, not in my lifetime. Let's talk to our friend Gordon Ford next. Stay with us. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or 
or call 844-901-ROOF. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Aberville, and Flowood, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. The Farise Group is our partner in retirement. Nearly two decades of helping retirees invest and distribute their savings. The Farise Group provides clients with unparalleled level of service and delivered results. Locations in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, and Baton Rouge. Give them a call. It's toll-free, one 877 327-3735. All right, the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline continues with our good buddy Gordon Ford. G, hello. How you doing, Gary? I think I'm doing okay, man. How about you? Oh, I'm hanging in there. Been yeah, a uh, busy week for you this week, hadn't it, Chuck? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and excited about getting home and playing an SEC basketball game after going up to Tennessee and kind of getting – uh spanked a little bit there um just wasn't a wasn't a wasn't a happy time up there well it wasn't and you know one of the things is if you watch that game i mean i mean they had that being tennessee 19 offensive rebounds it seemed like man they got on a roll shooting the ball i don't know if you watched uh the first part of the game i mean they probably had the biggest attendance they've had there all year 21,000 and, you know, they're not the number five team in the country for, you know, for not any reason. I mean, they're definitely, you know, for real. And, you know, uh, you, know you look overall at the uh, the rest of the SEC, you know, I think Ole Miss is still in good shape. 
Uh, 40, when you get out rebounded 47 to 24 and then out, offensive rebound 19 to 4. I don't think I've ever seen 19 you, to 4. You're not going to win. The, you're not going to win the game. It's no, just, you're not going to win any impossible. games. And for whatever reason, yeah, they, they pounded the boards, that being Tennessee and Ole Miss did not get many rebounds. And you know, the surprising player in that game was Breakfield. I think, yeah. what do you have around 21 22. or stuff? So? Yeah. And, 22 points. You know, he did a, I mean, I thought he rebounded somewhat. But you look at the rest of the team, I mean, they didn't do anything. Well, he to me, he was the only one that looked like he belonged out there. I, I mean, That's I hate correct. to I hate to be that ugly toward the others. Uh, you know, Jalen Murray had his spurts. Allen had his spurts. Matthew had his spurts. But for the whole game, yeah. uh, Jamin Brakefield was the guy that was carrying us. But, you know, you mentioned that. You know, you talk about Allen Flanagan. I mean – in the first half, he had totally disappeared. I mean, they had shut him down. I mean, he did nothing. I mean, he wasn't aggressive offensively. I don't know because they were guarding him so well, but he didn't do a lot. He didn't do the things that you thought. And Morrell, I mean, he had, what, two or four points in the first half and finished with, what, nine or ten? Well, I think uh, I think what you're going to see, guys, is, is the other teams are going to – they're going to focus Flanagan. on Allen Flanagan, Flanagan and they say were, they were everybody else beat us. They beat uh, Flanagan's first three shots got blocked, and that kind of, you know, so that set the tone. They were doubling. They were they got look. Tennessee's got two of the projected top fifteen picks coming in the NBA this year. That's a very talent. They're not going to face a better team this year. I don't care if it's the NCAA tournament. I think they're the best team in the country when they're hitting shots like they started. They hit the last four shots of the first half. And then I believe eight out of the nine in the second half there from from long ball they're they're unbeatable. But uh, you know, G, what, how does Ole Miss and, and look? We've heard Beard, we've heard Big Al talking about Pinkins, we've heard uh, Coach West Flanagan, all of them talk about the rebounding. They've rebound, rebound, and they haven't gotten resolved. Is it resolved? How do you fix this? Well, one, your players need to be more aggressive. They need to block out and. Another thing, too, when Sharp's in there, I mean, he's a shot blocker, but, you know, he's too thin to really rebound well. And you look at Cissé, he's a pretty good rebounder. But, you know, the other guys need to block out and get to the boards. And, you know, that being Flanagan and um, uh, Brakefield, who, you know, he's been kind of a surprise to me this year. Doing uh, as good as he's doing, but I, I just think they need to block out and go to the boards and, you know, they didn't play any zone in that game, and I think that might have helped them a little bit. But, you know, that's their philosophy, that's and that's why they go with it. So Sharp played 19 minutes and had two defensive rebounds, no offensive rebounds. Cissé played 23 minutes, had five rebounds, three offensive and two defensive. So at least he was hitting the boards a little bit. Um, they both but, they both attempted one shot Yeah, the whole game. Yeah. One shot. Uh, because neither one of them are offensive players, and that's that's their problem. I mean, you know, at least Sharp shoots it every now and then, but, you know, you watch Cissé, he does not shoot that much. But, you know, they play Florida this week, and that'll be a shot game of challenge. The you know, they got a new coach, Todd Golden, who's been there for what's his second year, Bruce Pearl guy. You know, they're uh, 10-4 and four right now. They lost to Kentucky, which was a really good game. Uh, they got a guy uh, – Walter Clayton, uh, the junior, 
who is, you know, averages 15 points a game, transfer from Iona, and, uh, you know, he's a former, you know, he came from the state of Florida, and, and he's helping them. So that's going to be a really interesting game Wednesday night. You know, when they when they took out uh, both the beats and they go small and they put break there at center, uh, things didn't go well there. But when they put in the two bigs together, uh, you know, in the middle, later part of the second half, speaking of Sharp, um, uh, you know, and, and Cissé, they, they started having some success. They started grabbing some more rebounds. I wonder, guys, if they're going to start utilizing both those guys together and just kind of toy with that. Chuck, what, what do you think? I don't know, but but it, it scares me when I look at the stat sheet and five nine Jalen Murray was the leading rebounder with eight. Uh, I mean, I'm like yeah, Gordon. Choo-choo. These guys rebounding is is effort, effort and and concentration of where of positioning. That's what it's all about. And and I'm sure Chris Beard is going to get the effort out of them, and I'm sure he's teaching them the fundamentals of rebounding. So. I look for that to really improve. I, I do. I, I'll be shocked if it doesn't. And Matthew Morrell, too, I know that going back to, to the Kermit days, right, he, he really stressed about Morrell rebounding. He said when Morrell starts rebounding, that's when the rest of his game starts piecing together. And there was a trend with Morrell when he was not rebounding. He didn't do well offensively. How, how many rebounds? Did Zero. He Zero. I he played 34 that. minutes, he had, had zero, zero rebounds. rebounds. That's right. Zero rebounds. We're talking about a thick, strong guy. So that's somebody else if I'm really going to have to start pegging. Because I think Sharp and Cissé, are, are, they, they are who they are, right? I mean, Cissé's not going to put – I mean, Sharp's not going to put on 50 pounds of muscle from, you know, here to, to the end of the season. And Cissé is kind of who he is. So you, you're going to have to get some of these other players to really pick it up. And I guess if there's one guy I'm really looking at, it's Matthew Morrell. He needs to get five, six at least a game. Um, that's, you know, to, to really start turning this rebound and deficits along. If not, like I said in one of my five thoughts, they're not going to be able to go to this half-court offense. We saw that with, uh, you know, under uh, Kermit. You know, they really struggled with that. Now they are hitting their outside shots. They weren't really this past game, but they're hitting it more consistently this year. But, that you know, if you're not going to get any scoring production from your centers and you're not rebounding well, you better get some transition buskets. But let's let's be real clear here. Tennessee is oh, a really I good mean, basketball they're, team. They're not they, going to face they, anybody in their league. Now, Auburn is right behind them. Auburn play, is an absolute beast. They play extremely good defense, too. Yeah. Oh, they the rebound. Best. Well, uh, you know, you, you know, guys Rick Barnes about is a good here. coach. They beat Arkansas. Their biggest win that they've had was Washington State, who's not very good, and Norfolk <laughs> State. They lost to Memphis, and Ole Miss has beaten Memphis. I think the second best team in the league right now is Kentucky. And then I would Kentucky's put good. Ole Miss and then probably Florida at this point from what I've seen. And Georgia's playing awfully well as well. So, yeah. you know, this – What about you know, Auburn? Auburn went over never, to Fayetteville. That's what we're talking about, Auburn. <laughs> Auburn went to Fayetteville and won by 30, didn't it? But Arkansas's not very good this year. Yeah. So, they're, you know, they didn't bad. beat them the worst they've ever beat them. So, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, Auburn, Auburn looks strong. Auburn looks strong. But what what I like is you got eight teams inside the top. You got, uh, you know, what do they call it? Um, uh, the net rating. Yeah, the net rating. They're 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 level one. Because um, Alabama, who's not ranked in the top yeah. twenty five, is number six in the NCAA net yeah, ranking yeah. at nine and five because of their schedule. 
What's the word? Not not level quad one. Quad, quad, quad one. one. You got you got eight teams that I think Ole Miss has a total of twelve games that they can get quad one wins, mm-hmm. and then then you got some that are quad twos right now that could become quad ones. So there, there's a lot of opportunities. This is not in like I said in the five thoughts. Getting that thirteen and those starts going to give them a little wiggle room to try to figure things out here, but okay. they've got to figure this rebound out. Auburn, Auburn is good. I look they they've beaten the breaks off Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, Indiana, USC. When they have played the Power Five schools, I mean they've run them off. Yeah, run out. that's that's going to be Ole Miss's second biggest challenge to me this season. And look, and and, and Alabama, look, they're no joke now. They've lost they've lost some games. Um, they lost some close games, but that is a really talented roster. But overall, Tennessee is the class of the SEC with Kentucky roster wise, probably slightly behind them, and then Auburn right there with that group. And then there's their next bunch, as G Man was just saying. And I believe that Ole Miss and Florida and that group is in there with that. Uh, I think Arkansas will start to rebound some as the season progresses. And look, I think State struggles, uh, uh, you know, scoring, but but they've got a lot of they're physical and they can rebound, and they're going to be a tough matchup for Ole Miss as well. Well, Ole Miss has three winnable games coming up, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens. And, you know, I believe in Chris Beard. Anybody that took Texas Tech to the national championship, you know, he's doing a good job. And you're also hearing, oh, yeah. you know, these predictors that nine SEC teams could get in the NCAA tournament, and I know that Ole Miss is one of them. All right, buddy. Thank you, G-Man. We really appreciate it, buddy. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. It's good being on. So, Happy New Year, buddy. Next week we talk to bye. you, and we're 2-1 and one in the SEC. You take care. Bye, bye, bye. So we made an effort to get Coach Flanagan. doesn't look like we're going to have him here for the, the last part of this segment. They're practice, still running into practice. Going and things going on. Long practice, I'd imagine, going on right so now. I hope rebound in practice. Yeah, blockout party, I think yeah. is what they're calling it. Since, Yancey, you have an extended recruiting yeah. page or two here, let's do the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment presented by the Grove Collective. The mission is to create and enhance the NIL opportunities for Ole Miss student-athletes. And uh, the today's NIL marketplace. Join the collective today and make an impact. What do we got? Yeah, you know, first uh, Diego Pounds, the number one offensive line prospect in the transfer portal, the number thirteen overall player committed tonight, right before we came on air from North Carolina. He committed for future NFL first rounder Drake May. The six six three hundred thirty pounder graded out at seventy four this year in pass blocking by PPF. The next, the highest rebel this season. Graded out at 64.7%. So that is a good uh, indicator right there. It's going to really help that pass protection for, for that season for Ole Miss. Ole Miss, uh, kickers never getting uh, highlight and limelight, but we're going to bring a little bit. Uh, Michael Baker out of Illinois is a five-star place kicker. Um, out of, uh, as I just said a second ago, Illinois, he came out of Sailor, Chris Sailor Kicking Academy, won uh, both awards there this year. It looks to be a really good pickup. Uh, come in, as we know, uh, the trans, uh, Texas A&M transfer has one more year, right? One more, yeah. Yep. So that'll give him time to make the adjustment. And Ole Miss lost their kicker. Um, did he end up at Memphis? Caden Costa, yeah, yeah, went yeah, to Memphis. Went to Memphis. Memphis so. has put out some good kickers now. <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Some more portal tidbits. Uh, ben Garrett of the Ole Miss Spirit is reporting that Tennessee junior uh, offensive tackle Gerald Mincy will visit Thursday. The former Gator involved started seven games at left tackle his sophomore season, eight games at right tackle this season. The 6'5", 320-pounder uh, reported that he's talking to Ole Miss, A&M, Florida State, Miami, Notre Dame, and Florida 
interesting enough since he played his first season there at Florida. Um, Chuck reported a little bit earlier that uh, LSU offense, freshman offensive tackle Zalance Hurd, things have cooled off with him. He visited Tennessee and Oklahoma uh, this past weekend. Uh, the Ole Miss Spirit reported earlier uh, that Yam Banks at a South Alabama quarterback uh, defensive back there, 6'1", 280-pound guy out of Richland, Mississippi, will visit, take an official visit to this Ole Miss this week. Had 55 tackles, 45 solos this past season. Uh, Zap Barry is reporting from the Ole Miss spirit that Virginia Tech tight end Daquan Wright will visit Ole Miss Friday. It's kind of interesting news there, Chuck, as we've seen Ole Miss has been hobbled at the tight end position. We need last, a tight end. Need another tight end. He's 6'4", 250, Gary. He uh, caught 28 balls for 366 yards and 14 days and seven starts. He, he missed a few games because of an injury. Uh, that's pretty productive there for seven games there. Uh, Chuck is also reporting that Louisville is coming hard after Ole Miss portal commit to Marion McDonald, uh, safety out of Tennessee uh, for the balls that committed to Ole Miss. As we talked about earlier, you're not locked in, and it's just in that conference, so he's free to go out of conference. They're also recruiting his teammate Tyler Barron. That's a defensive end from news that I'm getting and also that Chuck's getting. I think it looks pretty good for Tyler Barron to remain at Ole Miss, but uh, it, it is very hairy right now for Tamari and McDonald. And here's a little uh, – I know everybody likes to keep up with scholarships, so I did a little digging. Ole Miss – has brought in 12 portals to this point and 20 high school signings. That's a total of 32 players. Ole Miss has, has had 16 players go in the portal and graduate at 19. So by my numbers, Ole Miss has at least three more players to add. Now, as we all know, this is going to change drastically. The next portal, there'll be more players that go in April into the portal. But right now, they got at least three more scholarships. And out of those 32 players, Chucky, as you know, and as you always, you like the guys that have a hard time fitting through the door, nine of those 32 are defensive linemen. That gets me excited. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, good stuff there. We'll come back and we'll conclude this version of the show. Stay with us. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate with over 40 years of combined experience the tom smith land and homes team serving the cleveland mississippi area is committed to achieving the best results for buyers and sellers their knowledge and expertise about agricultural hunting and recreational lands is highly known and respected throughout the state with tom smith land and homes you can expect more and get more return on your real estate investment. Contact Tom Smith Land and Homes today at 662-441-2500. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, Ole Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. And to finish up the show, the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline, Gary Chuck Agancy, one final time. National Championship game underway, extra point through. Michigan took the opening kick. Yeah. And up 7 0. I'm going to say something real quick. Uh, talking about Kamari Franklin, you know, went down there to Mississippi, Alabama for 26, 27 years and talking to the coaches down there. Um, People down there, they said they haven't seen a defensive lineman like this out of Mississippi in over a decade. Said he is an absolute man child. So I don't want to put too much pressure on him. No, uh, no, but that's we're going to see in spring practice. But he checked in at two seventy two, a little over, uh, j- just under six five. Um, this this kid is. Uh, I, I think he's going to make an immediate impact. I can't wait to see him this spring practice. That's tough to do as a true freshman, but if the coaches feel that. Strongly about him. I mean, McKinley Jackson did that. Yeah, at Texas A and M. That's right. Played as a true freshman, and hey, true freshman. And and that that allows with Ivy, right? Because the the two ends that Ole Miss, you know, committed there, signed whatever you want to call it from Tennessee and in Florida, they're really rush guys. So that gives you flexibility with Ivy. It lets Piggies play more down low at his mm-hmm. natural position mm-hmm. too. With Walter Nolan. Yep. And don't forget, and and, uh, and Z Harris. Z Harris is back. Akilo Stone is Akilo back. Akilo Stone's back. So. They're going to be pretty healthy on that defensive yeah, line. Yeah, it's going to be a good defensive line. Take a look at the SEC and Ole Miss news brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers. Van Atkins, the SEC's leader in the state jewelry and diamond solitaires, as Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. I just went into the basketball polls, the AP, Tennessee's five, Kentucky six, Auburn is 16, Ole Miss second spot out. They fell to what would basically be 27th in the coaches' poll. The same three, Tennessee five, Kentucky six, Auburn 16 in the same slots. Ole Miss fell to 23. What, what, what is Memphis? 
uh, 13 and 12 after yeah. after their wins. Hmm. That's, that's going to be a big win for Ole Miss down the road. And as we've said, uh, that becomes that quadrant one yeah. win. Yeah. Now you need to yeah. get some more of those. Yeah. Men's hoops against Florida Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. It's going to be a big game. It's going to be so critical. Critical. And we'll finish up, as uh, we always do, with the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. However, we got to talk about Riverland Roofing, your locally owned roofing firm. Inspections, new roofs, maintenance programs. Riverland has you covered, whether it's home or business. As a certified GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Call or text them, 662-644-4297, 644-4297. Four two nine seven. You can also visit the website riverlandroofing.com. You'll never need another roofer again. How about that? All right. Welcome to the program. Yeah, made a huge monster contribution to the Grove Collective to big, big time rebels. Right. Good. Well, just today, Diego Pounds, offensive lineman out of North Carolina, committed, and they re-signed Ulysses Bentley the fourth at running back with the new NIL deal. So those are two big keys for 2024, in my opinion. And then since it's been a while since we've been on the air, a lot of good has taken place. First, the Rebels smoked Penn State in the Peach Bowl by scorching the top-rated defense in the country for well over 500 yards and putting up 38 points on the Nittany Lions. Second, Ole Miss had a very good high school JUCO signing day with no surprises. Nobody dropped out that shouldn't have. Top 20 ranking by on three, and they added 11 transfer portal players, uh, including five-star defensive tackle Walter Nolan from Texas A&M. Men's basketball team also finished the preseason with a perfect 13-0 record. The bad, well, it's not really bad or good, but the Rebels dropped their SEC opener in Knoxville against number 5 Tennessee, a well-rounded, well-coached team that simply took it to the Rebels and prompted Ole Miss coach Beard to simply say, we got kicked today. While it was somewhat disappointing showing, some of that was to be expected. UT is arguably the best team in the SEC, and it was at their home. It was tough sledding for the Rebels. Star running back, Quinchon Judkins and Ole Miss parted ways since the last time we were on the air, and it seems like a mutually agreed-upon divorce. There had been speculation about a lot of dissension in the locker room that led to the parting. Penn State coach James Franklin, rather than congratulating the Rebels, had a litany of excuses why his team didn't play better in the Peach Bowl. Just take your butt whipping like a man, James, and move on. Those excuses rang hollow and were on the pathetic side. Yeah, especially about the officiating. I mean, I, I did not get that. Oh, too many moving pieces. Talk about it. Well, he's the one that fired his offensive coordinator 11 games into the season. He can't blame anybody but himself. Right. Yeah, yeah. and the, the opt-outs, I meant, look, you know, Watkins for Ole Miss could only field punch. He had two of their top three defensive ends, not in the game. I mean, there was maybe not as many opt-outs, but Ole Miss didn't, wasn't dealt the full end deck either. It's part of it. Yeah. Mike, no Micah Pettis. No, no Micah no, Pettis, just like they're no Jordan offer, Watkins. No Jordan, you know, no no Gordon, no Cedric Johnson. And there are a yeah. lot of lot of big pieces out for Ole Miss as well. And that's that's why you have eighty five players. They just got beat. They got beat. It, 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 it wasn't a good matchup for them. Just like Ole Miss against Tennessee in basketball. Just was not a good matchup. It wouldn't be a good matchup if you did it a hundred games in a row. Just not would not be a good matchup for Ole Miss if they play Tennessee again this season. I don't care what it is. Well, the number one thing, though, to me, and I, we said it earlier in the game, 
Lane Kiffin and his staff totally outcoached James Franklin yep. and his staff. Yep. Totally. Yep. Every, everything they had to answer for, Ole Miss answered by man, they, no doubt. they couldn't do anything about it. All right, man. We'll be back and do this again that was fun. on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday? Yeah, y'all, y'all want to come back and do this with me again on Wednesday? <laughs> no. No? We'll let you, you have got, it. You got the Grizzlies Wednesday? I'm tomorrow, sure glad actually. you're back, though. Yeah, Good Lord. Me too. <laughs> Lots of fun. Always good to be here. We thank Rhino for handling things uh, back in the main studio in Jackson. Our friend Gordon Ford and Harry Harrison, who are on the program. We'll talk to you next Monday. Hotty toddy.